This is Stay Paid, a sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business. Welcome to another Silver Dollar episode of Stay Paid. My name is, guess, Josh Dyke. And your name is? Luke Aker. Oh, thank you. You're very welcome. <laughs> Today, <laughs> Before we started the podcast, I did a real quick intro and I go, yeah. my name is Joshua Steichen there. We've goes, had nothing. And I'm not ready. Yeah, we've had nothing to drink today except water. Believe except it or water. not. No, we're saving that for episode 400. Yes, exactly. Right. All right, are we Cinco actually going to? Because, oh, we did do Cinco de Mayo with Margaritas. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we got a lot of comments that like, hey, you guys need to drink more on the show because it was fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I guess people liked it when we had Margaritas for Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, you guys Seriously. were a little loopy. So we yeah. need like a, a nice, that'll be like around Halloween, right? Exactly. Yep. So we need like a nice little, um, you know, Halloween, Halloween. cocktail or something. Yeah, we'll uh, Send out. us a note, uh, connect with us on Instagram and tell us what you want us to dress up for, for the Halloween. Yeah, shoot us a DM. Do we have time? Will this be out in time for people yeah. to tell us? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell us what you want us to dress up for, for Halloween this year. Yes. Yeah. I don't and have any ideas. So we pick <laughs> your, um, don't, don't, your don't be too suggestion. crazy, please. If we pick your suggestion for the costume. We'll give you a special shout out on the show. Okay, yeah. there you go. Special shout out. <laughs> All right, Luke, we are heading into the final quarter of the year. And just like football, it's going to be your last chance to win big in your business. But closing out the year strong is more than just executing in the present. It's also about planning for the future. This is the time to begin mapping out your goals and strategic plan for the next year. So today we're going to go over what you should be planning for now, how to reverse engineer your goals, and how to stay focused on what you want to achieve Yes. Uh, when I think of strategic planning season, my heart just starts to race a little You get a little, bit. Yeah, a little, yeah, a little anxiety. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm just like, oh my gosh, how are we Sweaty already palms. here? Like my palms started sweating like, so, like just reading that. We're going to start yeah. our strategic planning for 2023 for Reminder Media, our company, in September. Yeah. Like I think a lot of companies started in October, really from October to December, like first week of December, they're doing their strategic planning. You need to be thinking right now, are you even planning to do strategic planning? Because if you're not, what is going on, right? You can't hit a target that you don't know exists. Like you don't have set, right? And if you're, if you confuse, you lose, yeah. right? So if you don't have clarity, you have confusion and strategic planning is all about getting clarity. Yeah. Strategic planning is an organization's process of defining its strategy or direction. And then the most important thing, making decisions on allocating its resources to attain those strategic goals. So think about it this way. You first want to determine the actions to achieve those goals. You want to set a timeline for uh, uh, for completing them. And then you want to mobilize your resources to execute the actions there. So you can do this a couple of different ways. We talk about reverse engineering your goals. One of the ways that we obviously do it is, um, and maybe we'll talk about both, you know, within the next year, but also the long-term vision, because you were speaking yesterday yeah. about this idea of, hey, what will the company look like when we are at this revenue point, right? Yeah. And the revenue that we put out there was $100 million. million. Yeah. And you kind of had to sit there and go, oh, wait a minute, I actually have to visualize yeah. what, what does would this look organization like? look like? Yeah. And so I went through, I mean, there's more things, but I went through kind of going, hey, look, what does it look like when we're at 100 million? Well, it looks like we're an international company. It looks like we have an integrated platform of tools. It looks like we have at least 300 minimum sales callers on the phones. Like I was going through this process of going, okay, I'm going to think about it a little differently. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to envision what does the company no actually, right? yeah. yeah, what does it actually look yeah. like? Yeah. And then from there, I wanted to look at my initiatives and I wanted to look at where I was spending my money and I wanted to look at the activities and just go, 
well, are the activities leading me to international or the activities leading me to 300 plus callers or the activities? Because if this is what I visualize the company to look like, why aren't my activities leading there? Where's the yep. disconnect in my brain, you yep. know, type idea. hundred percent. Your strategic goals and planning really describes how the end, your goal will be achieved by the means. Those are your resources in a given span of time. One of the ways you can do that is based on, you know, we're talking about kind of planning for the next year. So what are your revenue goals yep. for next year? What are you looking to bring home? And then what are your business expenses? Because you're going to have to look at your revenue and then also your profit or your income as a subset of that. Then you can easily from that point, it's just a math problem. And this is it where is, you want to yeah. be careful. During the planning phase, do not think about the how, right? Yes. Don't start thinking about, well, how am I going to get that many leads or how am I going to get that, that many sales? This part right here is literally just laying out what are your goals. Uh, and then uh, from there, you can reverse engineer. And the equation that you want to use and we always take it all the way back to leads when we reverse engineer. But the equation that you want to use is your revenue per sale. So if you're in real estate, that's your average commission. Mm -hmm. If you're in any other business, it's your revenue per sale divided by your revenue goal, right? What you actually want to achieve. And then take that and divide it by your win percentage, right? How many prospects or how many leads do you need to either come in your shop, go, uh, uh, raise their hand online, generate internet lead to actually uh, result in a sale, and then that is going to equal the number of leads that you need. So revenue per sale divided by your revenue goal, divide both of those number or that total into your win percentage. And that tells you how many leads you'll need for your business. Now, the next thing to do after that is space out and look at how many leads you need to start generating every month. Yes. There's going to be a seasonality in here. So go back and look at where your leads came from this year. If you don't know that, go through and, and find out where all of your leads came from. What are your primary lead channels? Yep. And then you can start to map out, okay, in January, I expect to get this many leads to produce this many sales in February, March, April, yep. May. Well, you can't measure what you don't track. You can't improve what you don't track. So you have to be tracking. And if you haven't tracked in 2022, you need to make a commitment to yourself that you will be tracking in 2023. Your best indicator of future performance is past success, meaning you only know of what you are currently doing. You only have the present in your history to go, we are currently performing at this rate. So therefore I can project out into the future, hey, I've currently done this and I've, I've generated this many deals for my sphere of influence. I've generated this many deals from my Zillow leads, whatever it is, you know your conversion rates there. You know where those leads are coming from. You know how many sales you're getting. Now you can map out and you can get down to this. Okay, if I just continue the same, if I just play exactly the same as I, as I played in 2022, this is where I would end up. Mm -hmm. And that gives you the ability. This is literally what we do. What I tell my BI team, my business intelligence team, is go run for me exactly if we don't hire any more salespeople, if we don't spend any more money in marketing, take our attrition rate, right? Because we actually have subscribers, but take our attrition rate and tell me if I do nothing, what am I going to generate? Yep. And then, okay, this is where I'm at just day one. This is what I can, if I just keep doing what I'm doing, I'm doing this. What do I need to tweak and how could I get there? There's ways to do it. You can hire more salespeople. You can sell uh, a bigger uh, price, item, right? Yep. Bigger ticket item. So maybe you sell higher end homes or whatever. Like you can sell a higher ticket item. You could actually go and spend more money on marketing to get more leads yep. and make your salespeople more efficient. Like there's a myriad of different ways, but I have to start with my historical of like, where am I? And if I keep going this route, where will I be? Then I move to, okay, how do I add to that? Yeah. No, I love that. Because if you're looking at it from a real estate perspective and you are, your revenue goals outpace 
what you can do as a solo agent from a transaction standpoint, because there is a threshold to how many transactions you can do as a solo agent. And let's say that your goal or your aspirations aren't to build a team. Well, then you're going to have to do exactly what you said, which is you're going to have to start strategically going and getting listings at a higher price point so that you can hit your revenue goals Correct. with a higher commission, which changes everything. That then resets and says, okay, well, now my marketing needs to appeal to a higher level income uh, uh, family. The... Um, the my social media, my content, the yep. education, the the stuff that I'm putting out from that perspective has to change the audience as well. One thing you can do there is a SWOT analysis. So if you're kind of looking at it from that perspective and thinking, hey, where are my strengths? Where are my weaknesses? Then you've got those are all both internal things. Then you have external things, which are the industry opportunities and threats. Mm -hmm. This all goes into the competitive strategy as well. Uh, you have your SMART goals. So that's another thing to implement whenever you are going through and mapping out your next year. You want to be specific. You said clarity in the very beginning of the episode. Uh, if you confuse, you lose. You got to be specific. You have to, they have to be measurable, mm -hmm. right? So that's where the actual dollar amount or volume, sales volume or whatever per month comes into play. It has to be attainable. So it has to be realistic. It has to yeah, be Yeah, we, we went through many years where we set unobtainable goals. <laughs> and the problem with goals that are not achievable or obtainable and Grant Cardone's probably rolling over somewhere that I'm saying this, setting an obtainable goal. The problem is in a real organization, it is really hard to hold people accountable to mm. something that is not realistic. Yeah. Right. And if you are actually have a team, if you don't play in reality and you try to play in just what your hope is, you end up not being able to hold anybody accountable. So then all of a sudden you never have true functioning of a team because without accountability, everything falls apart. Yeah. And then uh, you have relevant, so make sure it's relevant to the goals that you want to accomplish, and then time-bound, ultimately, yeah. which is setting that date. And then go through, and another way to look at it is to um, uh, go through and set these high-level initiatives, right? Yeah. So you can get very specific with it, but you can also set these high-level initiatives with dates, with end dates, right, on, on when you want to have them accomplished. You can map out your year-long roadmap of initiatives broken up by quarter, broken up by month. And then what you want to do is have, if you've got a team, you've got weekly check-ins or bi-weekly check-ins. If you're solo, you've got weekly check-ins with yourself and an accountability coach on are the activities that I'm doing in my business pointing towards accomplishing those initiatives. Yeah, so if there's one you. piece of advice I could give you guys in the, in the years we've been doing this, I realize how critical it is to stick to the roadmap that you laid out. And what I mean by that is, if you choose to let anything else in during your year onto that roadmap that you laid out, that strategic initiatives and the plan, you must ask yourself, do you have the resources or what has to get bumped? And it sounds so simple, but the death of so many organizations and the death of ours in so many ways in the areas we failed is because you get shiny object syndrome because you don't, it, it's like not staying committed to your calendar. Everybody knows the pain that that brings when you're not committed to your calendar. When you have projects that you've laid out, you must be committed to them. You must see them through. You must not allow any other project to get at it until that's been achieved, unless you're willing to bump that off to insert the new one because it is so critical for that clarity and that consistency and that effort being focused in that one area, the speed you might lose in not being able to chase many, many things you gain in your efficiency of just getting things across the finish line. Absolutely. The death of so many ideas at 80% is unbelievable yeah. where you get 80% of the way there and then it never comes to fruition. Yeah. And we have that.
Good point. All right. Thank you so much for listening. You can head on over to statepaidpodcast.com for the show notes and the video of this episode. If you're looking for ways to support the show, uh, the first way is head on over to Apple Podcasts, drop us a five-star review and a comment to let us know how we're doing. We'll read it here on the show. And the best way to show your support is to share this show and uh, share the show with a friend. <laughs> share the show. Crushed it. Share the show. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> this one cracked me up. Uh, wait, wait. Would you want – let's see. I have two – I have two po- – I have two jokes. One or two? Yeah, we got a good two. Yeah. Number two? The yeah. audience deserves Number two, two or both of them? I oh, mean, I, of them. I would go both of them. Oh, both of them? Yeah. All right. What do you call a fish wearing a bow tie? Sophisticated. <laughs> <laughs> Sophisticated. I, I got it. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Luke, you missed it. When we re- recorded, what was it? 382, which was the TikTok, the TikTok part, part two. Part two, yeah. He did all of the dad jokes and he was like, man, Luke's not here. I don't know if he's going to understand these or yeah. not. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's funny. I just try and make Luke laugh. Or what do you? What did the janitor say when he jumped out of the closet? Supplies. <laughs> all right. If you want to get a hold of me, Luke, you can email us a podcast at remindermedia.com. And of course, check us out on all social media. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on TikTok. We're also on YouTube, but we're on yeah. YouTube under Reminder Media. All those other ones, we are Stay Paid Podcast. For yes. this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. Guys, and I'm Luke Acree. Here's your action item is you must be tracking your results. It's the best way to actually have the ability to do strategic planning. So if there's one thing you need to get in order is having a system that tracks your ability to understand where your leads are coming from, your conversion rates on those leads, how much money you're making from each deal you're doing. Ask yourself, do you know these numbers? If you went on Shark Tank today, would you be embarrassed or would you be proud of yourself? Remember the difference between top producers and mediocre producers is top producers take action. Take action on that today. 